Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Good day, everybody. You like Good how we day. did that countdown to recording? What the? Uh. I did it because of the French language debate. Oh, right. Are you actually going to watch any of the French language uh, debates? What's tonight? fuck no in French? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the <laughs> uh, I feel like the leader who would know, Maxime Bernier, is not going to be on that debate tonight. Um, the French language one is whatever. You got to put up with the translation. You don't get 100% of an authentic experience if you don't speak French, but there's still some valuable information that comes out of it. Sure. But a couple of things I will point out. There were thousands of people logged in last night to watch Aaron O'Toole do a town hall meeting. He just wanted to speak to Ontario residents and he wanted to make it easy for people. So he said, all right, here's the link. You can just log in and listen while you're doing your dishes or whatever. So a lot of people did, like 40,000 people or something like that were logged on to listen to him talk about his platform. So people are getting more interested, but a lot of people are asking more questions too. Since we only have two official debates, one in French, one in English, why isn't Maxime Bernier allowed to participate in the debate tonight? Leader of the People's Party of Canada, and I know they don't have any seats in the House of Commons, so technically that means they're not eligible for the debate. But, I mean, they're leading the Green Party in the polls. They might get 5% of the popular vote. That should be more than enough to get them in the debate. Millions of people are going to vote for them. Why wouldn't we want to hear their voice? Or do you think all the other leaders are just like, I don't want to deal with that shit. I don't want to hear the anti-masking, government corruption shit. Don't even put them on there. I'm wondering what the other leaders think of Bernier not being able to participate tonight. You think that, I mean, it all depends. It all depends. Everyone has a different, I don't know, a different MO, I suppose, going into it with with how they feel. If they feel like that's less competition, so they're not going to speak up on it. Or, I don't know, to me, if, if you want to you wanna win, then make it fair. Make everyone allowed to participate who wants to speak up, who has a, some, a name on the ballot, right? Well, you know, I just don't understand why the leader of the bloc is allowed to participate in the English Canada debates when they don't have any candidates outside of Quebec. None. Why is he allowed to participate in that debate, but Maxime Bernier, who's running candidates across the country, can't participate at all? And again, back to yesterday, I don't even like the fucking guy. I think he's a shit disturber. I think the only reason he's in it is to try and sink the Conservative Party because he ran for the leadership and lost. So I, I think he's really just sort of fucking around here and having fun. But I do think, well, maybe they should reconsider letting him participate in the debates, especially when he's polling ahead of the Green Party. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Green Party's in a real fucking mess right now. I don't know where they've been, but this has been a bad campaign for them. Uh, we might come back to that because Justin now says he's worried about the safety of his volunteers and his campaign team and right. the media. Now now he's worried about it. I don't think he expected people as quickly as they did 
to call bullshit on the the whole rock throwing fiasco from Monday. But uh, here we are. They did call bullshit, and now he's backtracking a bit. I promised I would tell you why I was uh, briefly receiving medical care over our holidays. Yeah, last please week. explain what happened. Okay, so I think this is the second summer in a row where something really catastrophic has happened. The last time I was hospitalized because I didn't know that I was allergic to uh, NSAIDs, which is the active ingredient in uh, Aleve and Advil and all that sort of stuff. I just developed an allergy. So I took an Aleve before I played golf and had this horrific uh, anaphylactic reaction to it. So I had to be hospitalized. They even took me in an ambulance from the doctor's office. It's pretty bad when a doctor calls an ambulance and says, get him to the hospital quick. So that was what happened to me last time. This time it was a little more ridiculous. As you know, I'm very proud of my garden that I've got going, Cat. I've taken a good interest in trying to grow fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My tomatoes are on fire, a whole backyard full of Roma tomatoes, and I was picking some of them while we were off, and I stepped on a stick. But it wasn't just any stick. It was the remnants of my rose bush, which I had just trimmed down. So it had a thorn in it. And I stepped on this stick with all my weight. Didn't have shoes on because I was just working in the backyard. And a thorn went into my foot. Oh, and, my God. Yeah, I think most people have had a sliver. And you know it sucks when you're trying to get a sliver out. Like, it's never nice. Well, this was a thorn. And I think most people know the shape of a thorn. But the thing is, I had stepped on it so hard, it went right under the skin. Oh, my God. Scott, ow. I know. It fucking Son sucks. Of a bitch. So I tried like crazy to get the, this thing out because every step I took, it hurt more and more. Finally, my girlfriend was like, will you just go see a fucking doctor, please? So I said, all right, fine, honey. I will go to the doctor. Doctor had me jump up on the bed. All right, let me take a look at the bottom of your foot there. She looked at it, and the first thing she did was say, nurse. She had to call a nurse over. Nurse comes into the room. Yeah, we're going to need a scalpel and a couple syringes. Go ahead and grab those for me. And I thought, are you fucking kidding me? What is about to happen here? So the doctor made me roll over on my stomach. The reason she did that is so I didn't kick her in the face. (laughs) It's a reflex, right? If somebody's jabbing shit into your foot, you're going to kick. Yes, it's true, though. Yes, of course. And the doctor knew that. So she was like, no, 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 no. You roll over on your stomach, lay there. Uh, She gave me a stress ball or something to squeeze. And she said, I'm not going to lie to you. This is going to hurt. So she dug around in there. She squeezed like crazy to get this stupid thorn out of my foot. Finally, she was like, yeah, I didn't want to do this and you're going to hate it, but we're going to have to freeze it and cut it out. Finally, I was able to convince her not to freeze it, not to cut it out. I said, listen, if both of you, you and the nurse, both squeeze on a different angle. I think we can squeeze this out. Oh my and cat, it worked. They were both pressing on my foot so freaking hard to try and squeeze this thorn out. It came out just enough that she was able to reach in with those scissors with a hook on the end of them and pull out the thorn. It wow. was one of the worst feelings I've ever had in my painful. life. Painful. So fucking painful. And then I've got like a week's worth of Epsom salt foot baths oh. and antibiotics and all sorts of so, shit. Okay, so antibiotics. I was going to say, did you get anything for the pain right away or did they just basically say treat with like Tylenol Advil? 
Yeah, basically it was that. Although, again, here we go with the fucking needles. I've had way too many needles this year, thanks to COVID. I had to get a tetanus shot as well. Oh, son of a gun. Yeah, yeah. That's for the best, though. You don't want to get, just in case. Just in case. Well, you'll be good to know, Kat, that I am lockjaw-free for the next 10 years. And uh, no more thorns in my feet. And I am good. But again, I took another oh, picture man. in the doctor's office thinking, fuck, it's like deja vu. Every summer I get hurt somehow. You, I, you know, every time you take a vacation, it's like the opposite of, of rest and relaxation, Scott. Mm-hmm. I know. I, well, I mean, it was fairly relaxing laying on my belly in the doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> there you go. There, there's worse um, places you could be laying down, I guess. <laughs> coming, up in, <laughs> uh, coming up in this edition of After 9, we're going to talk about uh, all the shit that comes out of you while you're sleeping We're going to talk about women and one of our favorite pastimes. And we're going to talk about how reckless and irresponsible the people of Florida are. First off, I I do want to talk briefly about this shit that's coming out of Western University. For those who don't know, Western is a leading school in Canada. It's in London, Ontario. And they, I think, are going to be herein known as the fucking fun police. They've given an ultimatum to the students. Mm Mm-hmm. They may have to discontinue in-person learning if people don't calm down with all the parties that have been happening for the beginning of school. It's no surprise. University students want to party. They've worked their butts off to get to where they are. They're paying a fortune to be there way more than they should be. They got fucked for the last two years. Now they're finally back on campus. They've met all the rules and requirements. Why should they be denied the same opportunity that everyone else before them has had to have a frosh week? I okay, so I understand people hating on it for the reasons pre-COVID. Like, okay, I know uh, it can be loud. Maybe they're doing stupid shit every now and again. There's one in a group of you know a few hundred that are setting couches and shit on fire. Like that happens. It happens. But we're not getting mad about the fact that they are participating in social gatherings, are we? Because as far as I know, in order to attend campus at these universities close to me, for example, at Laurier and U of W, shout out to, to those schools, great schools, you have to be double vaxxed. So what's the problem? Yeah, I don't understand either. As far as I know, at Western, you do have to be fully vaccinated to live in residence. So like Kat said... Maybe you're listening from Western right now. What's the fucking problem? If they're vaccinated, let them go. Let them fucking go. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I've almost reached that boiling point here, Kat, where, you know, we were all told, go out, get vaccinated, do the right thing, protect yourself, protect others, all that shit. Go get vaccinated. When they guilted us into it before they got to the stage where they're just going to make life impossible if you don't have a vaccine. When they were just trying to encourage you to do the right thing, that was what we were led to believe, right? Get your shot. You're protected for the most part. Nothing is 100%, but you've got good protection. You can go back to normal. You can do the shit that you like to do if you get vaccinated. Well, I don't know if these students did it because they wanted to do the right thing or they wanted to protect themselves or the people around them, or they just had to because they wanted to be in person for learning. But they did. They got vaccinated. Why are you trying to hold them back and shit on them? Yeah, like to me. And what kind of an ultimatum is that? Yeah, it's sending such a weird message, isn't it? Like, do what we say. You can't go. Oh wait, you're doing you're doing what we said. Uh, don't don't have fun. don't do it. Don't have fun. 
I understand that, yes, of course, there's still a chance that you can catch it. Yes, there could be a small outbreak from people who get it, even though they're vaccinated. What more do you want, though? What more are you going to take away? We are doing our the best that we can. They, the students that you have invited there, like you mentioned, Scott, that are paying a shit ton of money to be there, are doing all the right things. Why? Just let them be. I understand. And my only concern, and I've said this a billion times since the vaccines roll out, I'll say it again. Of course, I'm concerned for the hospitals and the hospital workers. I don't want them to be overwhelmed. But if the vaccine works the way it's supposed to, which is to not have those people in the hospital, at least, what's the fucking problem? Yeah, I, let's I, carry I, on. And again, where in the holy fuck is Doug? God damn it, Doug, will you please try and do your job and be a leader and provide some guidance here? Where are you? Fuck you, Doug! (laughs) Because people are asking very legitimate questions. When do we get to get back to normal? Because you said if we got vaccinated, we could get back to normal. Is it the 22nd when the first round of Vax passports kicks in? Is that when? When can we take off the masks? When can we do that? When are we going to start to experience even some of the benefits that you insisted we would if we got vaccinated? When is the turning point coming? Tell me all this isn't just because of the election. We can't possibly be on pause because of the election. I get that Theresa Tam is on pause. And by the way, the Canadian medical journals, (laughs) they're now flat out admitting, yeah, they were silenced. They were told basically shut the fuck up until after the campaign. So that's why there haven't been many federal updates, because they were silenced. The guy who got elected prime minister by accusing the former prime minister of science, silencing the scientists has silenced the scientists. Right. What? But seriously, where is the guidance here? I don't care if it's Kieran Moore or Doug Ford. Fuck you, Doug! Or Christine Elliott, Teresa Tam, Justin Trudeau. Somebody has got to come in and talk about what comes next and when it's going to happen. 80% are fully vaccinated and you're still pulling this shit. Oh, no, you can't have any gatherings. You can't get together. Yeah, I know. It's your first weekend away from home. You're in university now. You're at a great school and you're living in res. This is what millions of people have done before you. But you can't do it, even though you did everything we said you were supposed to do. And we raised your tuition on you. The fuck out of here. Come on. You know, like it's so frustrating. At least give us a timeline. At least somebody come out and say, okay, listen, bit of a fourth wave going on here. We don't necessarily want to encourage shit. It's not exactly life as normal, even if you are fully vaccinated. But October, November, after Christmas, give us something on when we're going to start to see some of the rewards that you said we would get if we got vaccinated. When is that coming? And stop shitting on the people who are doing, who did the right thing, who've already been fully vaxxed. Like, you should be worried more about the hesitant, if that's your case, you know? Then worry about the hesitant, which they've already kind of, I think, with these, let me tell you, Scott, I'll tell you something, this vaccine, the the vaccines that are coming in now, they're going to go up. We know that, I think, since this vaccine passport certificate, whatever the fuck you want to call it, has yeah. come into play. I was talking yesterday with a man that runs a pharmacy. And I was like, so how's, how are things going? He's like, well, busy. The last couple of days, like the last few days have been insane. And I'm like, oh, really? Why? As soon as they announced their certificate program, boom, first shots. He had yeah. a ton of appointments all day for the last several days on first shots. 
I uh, I won't say who, but a close family member is unvaccinated, and that's fine. I, uh, I I have heard her side of it, and and I listen to it, and I certainly understand the concerns and the hesitation. I definitely get it, even though I disagree. I get it. But she just told me yesterday, yeah, it's going to be required for her to keep her job, so she's going to get vaccinated. Wow. Oh. I really don't know that people should be in that situation. I know. Get it or lose your job. Yeah, it's tough. I wish that everybody would get vaccinated. I still believe that the vaccines are safe and effective. That that talking point, I believe that. But to tell somebody, mm, you get vaccinated or you may not have anywhere to live or be able to afford to eat. Do what you want, though. And still making it seem like it's their choice when they really don't have a choice. You know, mm-hmm. that's a tough look for me. I have a hard time dealing with that. I wish we weren't going down that road, but... I mean, here we are. It's one thing to say, yeah, you can't dine in at a restaurant. It's something completely different to say you're going to lose your job if you don't get this. So it's a tough one, but I know that that's the national conversation that's happening. I uh, I really hope we get through this fourth wave soon, though, and no new restrictions because we can't afford it. We really can't. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about uh, you and your naked sleeping for a moment here. Do you ever sleep naked? You seem like the type that wouldn't. No, I don't sleep naked. I have no problem sleeping in like underwear. Uh, Sometimes maybe topless even, but I won't sleep fully nude. Can I tell you, I find it more comfortable to sleep with underwear on than naked. Yeah. Yeah. Guys have got parts, and if you roll over on it the wrong way or cross your leg or you're in a hurry to get out of bed because you got to go pee and you put it off too long, something, eh, there's potential for injury there. So, I don't know, maybe there is no potential for injury and I'm just very cautious about my dick, but whatever, I get it. And it does seem more comfortable to keep everything compacted. But there's a doctor who's gone on TikTok with a hot take. He says nobody should sleep naked, especially if you are with a partner. Wait, don't sleep naked next to your partner? Why? The doctor explains. This is why you should never sleep in the nude. The average person passes gas 15 to 25 times a day, and this can happen while you're sleeping. And a scientific study proved that every time you pass gas, you are spraying a tiny amount of fecal material. This is true even if it's not a real shark. And that same study showed that your tidy whities will catch all of these particles. So for the sake of your bed partner, please sleep with your underwear on. It's all because of your farts. Your gas usually contains a small small amount of fecal matter. That makes sense, right? The toots come from the same place the poop does. He said the average person will break wind 15 to 25 times a day. Many of those happen in your sleep. So while you're sleeping, you're lightly soiling your sheets every night, and that adds up. So if you have clothes on, that will catch up to 100% of your little shit particles. 
as long as you're wearing underwear, <laughs> your sheets should stay relatively clean. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, okay, aside from the, like, toot when you sleep part, that's pretty gross. We should we should all realize that that's a fact. I mean, you, you keep everything open and out there, then there's more of a chance for it to end up on your sheets. Let alone the fact that your skin, your dead skin's always falling off in small particles that you can't see, which is also why you should constantly clean your sheets. But if you're sleeping nude, it's another reason to definitely do that. So what if you wanted to do a, have a little sexy time? So you go upstairs, you take all your clothes off, you climb into bed, and as long as you don't fart during sex, your sheets should still be uh, adverse to this condition that he's subscribing, uh, prescribing here. But you've got to put your underwear back on as soon as you're done. Have I got that right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty huh. much that's it. Yeah. Absolutely. Put your so I shouldn't back be offended if after sex uh, uh, a partner puts their underwear back on to go to sleep? Why would that offend you? I don't know if I would be offended or not. I'm usually asleep long before anyone else is anyway. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get up before at 3 o'clock in the hits. fucking morning. I can't stay up past sex. Before your head hits the pillow, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> the average person spends 24 minutes a week deciding which TV shows to watch and another 25 minutes deciding on which movie to watch. Added up over the course of a lifetime, you will spend 112 days flipping through the channels or exploring what's on Netflix or Crave. Why are we so indecisive? Yeah. Oh, no. Hang on. But hang on. Can I can I just give us a point? Us a point on this for a second. I don't think we're so indecisive. I think there are too many options. I think we're overwhelmed. We're not indecisive. We're overwhelmed. That's very possible. I mean, I have an IPTV box, which is fabulous, by the way, guys. If you get the opportunity to get one of those, holy shit, are they ever good. I mean, I've got every channel you can think of in every language. Some of them I've never even heard of. It's great for a flat rate. I think I pay $15 a month. Is it illegal? Yeah, probably. I don't know. But whatever. It's fine. I have a lot of shit that I can watch. And that does make it harder. If I just want to turn the TV on for a while, I'm either going to go to Comedy Network and watch a rerun of like the Big Bang Theory or The Office or Modern Family, which is all they seem to be running, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to watch news. That's it. And even though I have hundreds of channels at my disposal, it almost seems like a job to go through that list and figure out something I want to watch. It takes that long just to get through the whole guide let alone make a decision about what I want to watch. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There are a lot of options out there. But get this, half, 49%, have spent so much time flipping through their options to find something to watch that they gave up and said, ah, fuck it, and turned the TV off. (laughs) Well, by the time they get through it. Okay, here's what my husband's bad for. So if, let's say, we... Don't have a show to watch in the moment. We finished a season of a show. It's on to a new one. Or we even feel like watching a movie instead of a show. Okay. He could flip through all of the services we have, which is a lot, plus the guide, plus the TV guide. Why not? He could do that all night and he would be happy doing it. Like he will just watch trailers for things. I'm like, let's watch something. We've been scrolling through stuff for 20 minutes. Sitting there like, no, 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 no. Hang on. Let me just see what this season of this show looks like. This looks good. (laughs) And then we'll watch a trailer for it. 
And then, ah, you know what? Exit Netflix. Go to Amazon Prime Video. Let's see this one. Oh, come on. Just pick something. So, yeah, like for we've done that before, by the way. We just watched trailers and then been like, well, fuck it. It's bedtime. I'm going to bed. Because we can't decide. There's too many options. It's a lot. Women are now statistically more likely than men to control the TV remote. Is that what it's like in your house or does your husband get that? Uh, yeah, we have shows we watch together, honestly. So it usually is never like a fight or a thing because we do watch like together. We watch, you know, Big Brother or America's Got Talent. Um, there are some shows he will avoid any dating show. He's not a big fan of the dating shows at all. So I usually watch those on my own when I have my own time and he'll watch sports, hockey, whatever the heck is on that he wants to watch. But yeah, no, I, I would say for the most part, we're pretty like we're pretty even. We both know the show we want to watch and we watch our pre-recorded shows usually. Hey, uh, speaking of the sports hockey and such, the sports uh, hockey and things. Yeah, yeah, the hockey is back, everybody. <laughs> in just two weeks, the Leafs begin mm-hmm. their preseason. Fantastic. Yeah, baby. NFL returns this weekend. And now this is the first NFL season. Where you can bet on single sports games here in Ontario and across Canada legally. Have you checked out the OLG ProLine-ish type app? I, I don't even know what they call it. But the one where you can actually bet on games and stuff? Um, No, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. But I'm, I'll admit I'm kind of, I would be in, interested. But it would be more for like the, the finals and the, you know, whatever. At the, the end of the championships of every series. I don't think I do it like... On a daily basis, but I could see it being popular. Have you done it? Apparently, millions have already yeah. started gambling on this. I think it's good. I, I don't understand why this was ever restricted in the first place, because all it did was push people to offshore betting sites, and it didn't do anything for us. Uh, I haven't actually placed any bets yet, but I have been reading some of the literature that they've been sending, and it's actually pretty interesting. I mean, if I want to bet on the Jays and the Yankees tonight, yeah, I can slap down a bet on that, and there's some odds, and maybe I'll win, maybe I won't, whatever. But they're considering getting into prop bets, which is going to be fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, see, that's what I'm into. That's the fun shit right there. You know, we hear about prop bets all the time, but it's been very difficult to actually bet on them. Imagine you can place a bet right now on whether or not the Jays will make the wild card spot and, and get into the playoffs. Okay. So they had a, I think it was a 4% chance of making the playoffs at the end of August. Now it's up to a 36% chance of making the playoffs. Wow. Yeah, they're only two games back of Boston and two and a half behind the Yankees. That's great. You could place a, a bet on the, the Emmy Awards. You could place a bet on the American Music Awards if that's one of the ones they decide to do. I think that's great. I would like to play some bets on shit like that just to get into it and have a little bit of fun with it. If I make any money, great. But I think that would be an entertaining option. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's good news there and good progress. The only thing is the sign-up process seems to be fucked. I had an account with OLG where I would just buy some Lotto Max tickets or 649 tickets online. Apparently, I need a different account, but it's the same app to be able to play some of the sports bets. If I'm doing something wrong there, then by all means, DM me at Scott Fox on air. But it seems kind of confusing the way they're doing it. But whatever. It's another option, which is good. Let's talk about Florida for a second. Their cops must just be like, what the fuck is going on now? Because every day there's a people of Florida story floating around nationwide. This one goes back to Sunday morning. 
Labor Day weekend, just outside Tampa, Florida, police were in the middle of a standoff with an armed teenager who had climbed up on a roof. I mean, that's a fairly serious situation. You've got somebody with a gun. They're up on a roof. Are they suicidal? Are they trying to hurt people? What's going on? Maybe they need some mental help. Whatever. So the police are dealing with it. And then out of nowhere comes 28-year-old Jessica Smith. Drove right through the entire scene of this thing in a golf cart. Completely nude. What? Naked. In a golf cart, drives through this fluid police situation. Oh, she probably sleeps naked too, then for sure. <laughs> Her sheets are covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a total coincidence, by the way. She says she had no idea that there was a standoff happening. She had no reason to be there. She was literally just in the wrong place at the wrong time. So the cops were like trying to shoo her away. They're like, ah, fuck off. We're dealing with something here. You take your bullshit somewhere else. We'll deal with you later. She wouldn't leave. She just kept joyriding around the neighborhood, nude in her golf cart. What are you doing? So police were finally like, we're we're trying to get this guy off the roof, the guy with the gun here. We don't have time to be dealing with this chick who's naked and driving around in a golf cart. So somebody go a fucking arrest her. So they did. They went over and they pulled her over. They charged her with resisting arrest and driving under the influence. Oh, my God. (laughs) She was fucking drunk, driving by the cops in a crime scene, naked, during an armed standoff. She must have been really fucking drunk, by the way. I mean, that's a different level of drunk when you're that stupid. Hey, what's happening? Is this a movie set? Is <laughs> is this? Are you a real cop or are you a stripper? Oh my god! Is this Brad Pitt here? Are you guys filming him? You guys are punking me, right? <laughs> I want to leave. This is so much fun. Yeah, like oh my, this is why I couldn't be a cop, man. I'd be like, whoops. Finger slipped on the trigger, shot her right in the face. (laughs) Total accident. Thank you for listening to this episode of After 9, everybody. We'll have another brand new one coming your way tomorrow. In the meantime, a friendly reminder, Western, the fuck is your problem? Get it together. Is there any other reminders? Oh, don't sleep without underwear on or you're going to shit the bed. Uh Uh-huh. And... Uh, if you see an active police uh, scene, please don't go near it and definitely don't be naked in your golf cart around it as well. I kind of wish we had golf carts around here. I wish we could normalize golf carts for home around here. Yeah, you got to live in a really ritzy place, by the way, for that to happen. Like if you live in a ritzy neighborhood, that's normal. Like you live by a country club. That's normal. You drive around in a golf cart. One of my neighbors has a golf cart. Really? Yeah, I've seen him driving around in it. And I'm not sure where he leaves it. He must leave it in his garage. But I've seen him drive around a couple of times. It's more for like he'll bring the kids to the park. And it's fucking weird. He brings the kids in a, to park. But it's really random. We do not have a golf course near us, just to be clear. So I don't know if he like moved <laughs> if he moved here and he used to live beside a golf course and he had his own cart. Or if he borrowed or stole this golf cart. I've got no fucking idea. I thought golf carts around here were just up at cottages and trailer parks. Yeah. I didn't know that there was people in communities that have them here. I don't know. It's, it's, I'll ask many more questions next time I see it.
Does he ever take it to like the store or anything like that? Or is it just for driving around the neighborhood? <laughs> just drive. I don't know if he's taken it to a store, but he definitely drives it around the neighborhood. That's a weird imagine, flex. Imagine yeah. pulling up to a short stop and like, beep, beep. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> Can he like go through the Tim's drive through with it or anything like that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sure. Why not? Oh, by the way, speaking of Tim's, we, I think, announced this first this morning because we were on this before all the tweets and stuff started coming out. Tim Hortons is bringing back a fall edition of Roll Up the Rim to Win. This is only the second time ever that that's happened. Yeah, they've only done this twice where they've done it twice a year, but I think it really works in their favor, right? If people are more likely to go buy coffee, why not? And I think that I'm not sure what the sales look like for Tim's, but I think we know more people are getting coffee from home, at least in some parts of their day, and they want to stay competitive with the other places that serve good coffee. So this is one of the things that they do. So it's going to start on September 20th. It's going to run through October 17th. And they say there's more prizes than ever before. Oh, sure. Yeah, I know. More prizes that nobody you know wins. Nobody you know will win them. But just so you know, they're supposed to be like tens of thousands, 45,000, in fact, $25 Tim's cards. I love to buy oh, to win that. That'd be great. Because I just end up with like the points. I'll get like 20 points. Sometimes I'll win a coffee. Uh, but there are 12 million coffees, 4 million donuts. And the big prizes are like a VW this year. All-inclusive trips are back, though. It's been a minute. Yeah, they actually have all-inclusive trips. And you can pick your location if you're picky, because I am now. (laughs) So if you're like, "Mm, I don't want to go there, you actually can can pick from like four locations. Uh, Samsung watches and and shit like that. But anyway, that starts on the 20th. Okay, while we're talking about uh, we're we're doing some free publicity for the big corporations that don't need free publicity, uh, Flair Airlines, today is the last day of their two-for-one sale. Buy one fair, the second one's free. Oh, no questions that. asked. Do you think they'll bring that back again? Because I hate to be that person that's, that's hesitant to buy it, but I am. But I would like to use, uh, to go on Flare Air next year, and I'm hopeful to be able to do it, but probably not going to buy a ticket now. Yeah, I'm not going to buy a ticket today either, but if I know next time that, okay, between, here's a little tip here for some of you companies that like to do these random sales. If you tell us, hey, from October 1st to the 10th, we're doing our annual two-for-one sale. I'll probably plan around that and have someone that I want to go with ready to go to somewhere I want to go and book that. Kind of last-minute, 48-hour sale. It's, it, you're asking me to be more organized than I am, so I'm going to be out on this one, guys. But next time, I'm in. Ah, there we go. Anything else we got to mention here? I've tried to sign off twice, but uh, yeah, things I just know. keep we coming keep, up. It's a good conversation. Playing. No, let's end this here, and tomorrow we'll have lots more uh, of this uh, After 9 Podcast fun shit coming up for you. Okay? Okay, everybody? Satisfied? <laughs> you happy now? You fucking good. Great. What's your problem, Western? Excellent. I heard that Amazon is close to launching its own brand of smart TVs. Yeah, they're pretty cool. You watch the TV, and since it's Amazon, the TV watches you. <laughs> Jeff Bezos has reportedly invested in a company that intends to reverse the human aging process. If the anti-aging project fails, Jeff Bezos, they say, will go back to his fallback plan, which is paying everyone on Earth a million dollars to pretend he's 25. (laughs) Surgeons successfully removed a Nokia cell phone from a man's body after he swallowed it whole. His kids were so embarrassed, they were like, Dad, please swallow an iPhone next time. Producers have announced they'll delay the release of the movie Jackass Forever to next year due to a surge in coronavirus cases, though that would have made a pretty good stunt. I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is going to the movies in a pandemic. 
The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy. 